Slayer.com presents Two Cents Worth, a podcast on B2B sales and entrepreneurship. The one podcast that's not afraid to discuss real sales strategies with real entrepreneurs that produce real results. Here's your host, James Harper. Hey, how's it going? First and foremost, as always, thank you so much for tuning in. You are listening to the Two Cents Worth podcast, and I'm your host, James Harper. Uh, Listen, I was a little bit hesitant uh, with a little bit of reserve to do this podcast um, here this evening as I record it on January 18th, 2022. Um, The reason for that is it's because it's, uh, it's probably the most personal and reflective podcast that I've actually ever done on this show now 60 plus episodes in and um, it's just something that I've been really thinking about here lately that I'm hoping those of you who are listening might be able to pull something from this from similar experiences um, similar trauma and maybe apply this some way somehow uh, to your work because I think it's very important that our work is impactful and all too often we get caught up in the busy life of everyday business and doing things to grow our business and i think we can easily lose sight of what's important which is impact and making our work relevant for the history of mankind work has always been impactful work has always been relevant and a man's work, and in this person, when I say man, I mean a person's work, is uh, supposed to be felt. And I think it's oftentimes we need to stop being so busy and sit and reflect. The reason I'm I'm saying all of this is because 18 years ago today, I lost my father. And my father was my very best friend. Uh, he was a leader, he was a kind man, and he was just, he was an awesome man. He was the best father I, I, I could have ever asked for. I was 13 years old, so you can do the math, I'm almost 33 now, and it's a, it's a hard time to to lose a loved one, let alone a father um, who's your leader, especially at 13 years old as a young man. The reason I bring this up is lately I've been really analyzing my life and doing a lot of reflecting and seeing how my trauma and my grief from my younger years have shaped some of my core beliefs. And I've spoken at length on this show, at conferences and at trainings that I've done about how core beliefs really impact how you sell and how you conduct yourself through business. Um, Through that though, and really like just the last specifically 48, 24 hours here, Um, around the anniversary of my father's passing um, I always I always tend to think about that time in my life just organically and I think naturally and think it's normal to do and the last 48 hours I've been thinking about just lessons lessons that my my father left me with and when I think about key principles and key lessons my father left me with I'm going down this list here uh, in a journal that I use, and these are direct lessons that I apply in my everyday business and sales life, and I just thought that it might be appropriate to share those here with you this evening. 
Um, so, so this is a podcast about my father, Mars Lena Harper Jr., uh, Purple War, uh, Purple War, Vietnam War vet, Purple Heart veteran, and uh, a proud man and a loving man that hated um, hated violence. He was very calm, but he was very impactful to the ones around him. A calm leader is how I, how I would put it. Drive sense of humor and probably perfect for my rebel personality. Uh, I need a calm leader in my life and I definitely needed one growing up. That's for sure. So these are five lessons that, uh, my father, Mars Harper, uh, taught me. And I'm actually going to translate how a lot of these principles and lessons, um, really are a, a lot about what we speak of on this show here, um, that you've probably heard me speak about in the past. Um, the, the first lesson, and this is the most important lesson and skill set when it comes to leadership, when it comes to sales, and really when it comes to life, and that's to listen. It's the hardest thing to acquire, the ability to listen. Whether you're listening to a prospect, whether you're listening to to an employee, whether you're listening to your spouse, or maybe it's even just listening to yourself. That's the hardest skill to acquire, and it's the most common skill not in just successful people, but happy people. The ability to listen. Listening is a competitive advantage that we don't get a, give enough love to, frankly. So we have to learn how to listen. My father was a great listener. And by listening, you show attention. You show that you're present. When you do all of those things, people care about having you around. And we know in business, more specifically sales, how crucial that is. We want people to want us around for the obvious reasons. Lesson number two is to serve. You've heard me speak at length on this show that you need to take a servant mentality when it comes to sale. When you need to take a servant mentality when it comes to selling across the board. We are here to serve, not to sell. The greatest salesperson on earth, whoever that is, is really the best servant on earth. Because when we learn to serve, we learn how to sell organically. Never once have I ever felt like I've had to corner someone or pressure someone or put a false deadline on someone to sell a sell something I was a part of. Never once. And I like to think that's because I have an organic sense of wanting to serve, wanting to connect with people. When you have that genuine intention to serve, organically, you tend to be a better salesperson. But in life, if we all took a serve first mentality, um, if we all took uh, the mentality of putting others before us, uh, what would that do to the community around you? What would that do to your business? What would, do that, what would that do to your family structure, to your household? Those are the conversations and the thoughts that we not just need to be thinking, that we need to be acting on. And I raise my hand first. I need to put my kids first more. I need to put my wife first more, my employees first. It's time to serve. If we all had a more servant mentality and a more servant heart, what would that do to the community around us? Lesson number three sounds so simple it should be silly, and that's to care to care with genuine intention. My father just knew how to care for people. That's why people loved him. When you know how to listen, when you know how to serve, 
ultimately you know how to care. And we know in business, we know in sales, um, it seems like the people that go the furthest that are the most successful, they care and they care in multiple aspects of their business and their life. They care about their team. They care deeply about the projects that they work on. Thinking about Elon Musk right now. You think he cares? Absolutely. He cares. Um, for whatever reason, that's the person that came to my head, Steve jobs. You think he cares? Yeah, he cared. Mark Zuckerberg, like him, love him, hate him. I don't care. You think he cares about meta? You think he cares about Facebook? Absolutely. You have to care about what you do. But before that, you have to care about who you work with because who you work with really sets the stage for what you do. We hear about the Steve Jobs. We hear about the Elon Musks, the Mark Zuckerbergs of the world. Rarely do we hear about their colleagues and the ones that are side by side with them while building these projects. It's very rare. And really that's the team and the people and the community that they're their initial community that they're around that really matter that got them, that got them to where they're at. But because they care so much, um, that care rubs off on others and as leaders. And I believe a lot of you listening now, are in a position of leadership, our leaders yourselves, your duties to care, care about your employees, care about your clients, care. If you just do a little bit of caring with genuine intention, it goes a long way and it doesn't go unnoticed because when you care, you make someone feel it's, it's an observation that makes us actually feel something, which is so powerful. My my father was a caring man. He was a loving man. Lesson number four, to represent the truth. My father was great at representing the truth, right, wrong, or indifferent. He always said he'd have my back as long as I told him the truth. I tell my sons that to, the, to this day, starting with my four-year-old. I don't give a shit what you did. Just tell me the truth, and then we can figure out right from wrong. In sales and business, we have to represent the truth. A matter of fact, we have a duty to represent the truth, especially in business. We have a duty to the customers and clients we serve, but more importantly, we have a duty to our community and the people around us. Businesses impact communities, local economies, local people, neighborhoods, schools, business runs deep, even small business. And I'm not sounding extreme and crazy here. I'm being just brutally fucking honest. These are things that we don't always think of. But when you think about the heart of small business, the spirit of small business in this country, it impacts locally a lot of things and a lot of people. So you have a responsibility to represent the truth because the truth matters. Whether it's good or whether it's bad, the truth matters. And in today's world, with so much information out there, so much false information, the truth matters more than ever. Um, that's from a business brand perspective, from a personal or professional, however you want to view it, maybe both perspective, representing the truth is what's expected of, of us as humans. It's not what all humans do. It's not what we do all the time. We're all liars. I've lied, but it's my job. It's my duty, just like it's yours. 
to represent the truth, whether that's right or wrong. And uh, my father did that. And I believe the best businesses do that. Um, absolutely. The last one is to be you, to be authentic, to be your true self. Um, I'm, I'm going to paint a picture here and, and maybe tell a few stories. I don't, I don't really know. I don't have any specific bullets around this, but my father was himself. He had me at 48 years old. Um, just crazy to think of, right? I, I was brought into this world when my father was 48. My mother was, you know, 17 years younger than him. So she was substantially of a more appropriate age, if you will. And, uh, my mom and dad lived together forever. We're, were married until the day he died. Um, which I'm, I'm really grateful for. I'm saying all of this because my dad wasn't the typical dad. He wasn't like the, uh, the macho, um, I don't know, typical father you might see on the movies that, that worked a corporate job. Uh, my, my dad was, uh, he was kind of scrappy and he was kind of unique. He was a really kind man, like I said, but he was older to be my dad, which was really hard on me as a kid. People would think he was like my grandfather and you know, that, that was always weird, but my dad was him. My dad was always him. My dad loved cars. He always had this weird Land Rover jacket on. And, uh, you know what? Some might call that funny or silly or whatever, but again, it was him. And, uh, I not just loved him for it. The people in his life loved him for it. And when you tend to be your authentic self and you are you, that does one thing. It breathes confidence. Every salesperson person out there, every entrepreneur, every top performer listening to this fucking show is confident. I can promise you that. I'm confident. And it's because I love me. I know who I am. Hopefully you know who you are. And it doesn't matter your style, your swagger, your whatever, your background. If you are you, self-love reflects, man. And I don't care if that sounds woo-woo to some of these sales sharks that listen to this show. That's true. And uh, my father was himself. I didn't always like it. But years later, I appreciate the hell out of it. And um, I, I, I wish I, I wish I would have uh, taken more, on the, more of that on uh, earlier on in my life. Um, I definitely possess that now. It's weird. Um, if, if you're listening to this and you made it this far into the podcast, thank you. Um, thank you for listening to a piece of uh, my story I don't get into a lot. Not because of any specific reason, but it's just not a topic that comes up. Um, we get so lost into the tactics and the skill set and the hustle and the ambition of business that we uh, sometimes lose sight of the principles and the experiences that formed who we are, which ultimately is actually a representation of what we do. Um, who we are is a representation of what we do. Um, so if you've listened to this podcast, if you've listened to multiple shows, you've heard me talk about being an excellent listener, being a servant, having genuine compassion and caring about people, about representing the truth, good or bad, and to be authentic. 
So those are just principles 18 years later on the anniversary of my father passing away, my, my best friend that as an adult I wish I could have had a conversation with. Um, as a father now to two young, wonderful boys, I wish um, I could have a conversation father to father now with my dad. Um, so if you've ever lost someone close to you or, or you're going through something traumatic in your life, Reflect on that. Reflect on that and see how that's that's shaping you for who you are. Because who we are really truly does represent what we do. And that impacts everyone around us. So anyways, I'm James Harper. I really appreciate you guys listening uh, today. And, and this is the first podcast I'm ever going to give a shout out to and a, and a dedication to, which is to, to my late father. Mars Lena Harper Jr. Um, wonderful man, Denver, Colorado, born, bred, and raised. Um, like I said, Vietnam veteran, Purple Heart recipient, and uh, father of five, and just an all-around loving guy that um, shaped who I am. And uh, hopefully, he's uh, he's enjoying this this podcast here this evening. Signing off. Thank you.